Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Applesauce Characteristics podcast. It's been a minute, but I'm back at it again. Um, I just got this today when I was cleaning my room. Uh, I really wasn't going to do it, but I was just listening to some uh, preaching on YouTube, and I felt the the go to just do this. Um, I hope it touches someone or speaks to someone or gives them clarity about something. But I'm going to be talking about all the time. Uh, I'm going to make it make sense later on uh, into this podcast. It's going to start making sense more. But I'm going to read out of Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 through 16. And this is Jesus talking. I know your works. You were neither cold, cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Now, I went into Google to see what that really meant when it said that he would spit you out of your out of his mouth, and all the results I've seen is that he's gonna vomit us out of his mouth because it's sick. It it, it makes it makes him sick. So they so I, I know that God's not literally going to throw up, you know, make us up out of his, you know, us come out of his mouth throwing up. But from what I read on Google, that it makes him sick to see lukewarm people. And you think, oh, well, what is that? Well, let me just give you an example. I used to be like this. So I'll use me as an example. I'd go to church and i be around the altar and I'll pray and I'll praise and I'll worship. I'll dance, I'll shout, I'll do all the right things. I'll go back home and I'll act like I'm going to start doing good and then an hour after I got home, I got my vape or something like that, and I did it. Uh, you can't be one foot in the church and one foot out of the church. That's, that's what I consider being lukewarm. That's what I consider being fake. Uh, and clearly, right here in Scripture, it lets us know that it's better to either be hot or cold. Um, time to be fake is definitely running out, and time to to not live for God is definitely running out also. Uh, I like to use this. I, I was putting grass and just came up with it. We don't serve a fake God, and there's not a fake heaven, and there's not a fake hell either. So how can we live fake and make it to a real heaven with a real God? You can't. Um, you ultimately lead yourself into hell. Uh, you you can't be fake and expect to live with the real king, the king of kings. You can't. Um, he calls for a relationship with you, and being fake is not, uh, you know, having a good relationship. That's like being uh, disloyal to your spouse or to your girlfriend or boyfriend. That's what it's like. Saying, "Oh, well, I love you," and then you're going behind their back and. Messing with someone else, that's 
that's kind of how being lukewarm is. You you act one way in the presence, but when you get out of it, you act something completely different. You act one way in church or around Christian people, but when you get out of it, of that environment, you act like someone completely different than that, that people don't even know. And that's what I consider being lukewarm. And I get my title all the time from this. Uh, I've been praying, God just put up my spirit lately about um, walking in the fruit of the spirit and operating in the gifts of the spirit. I have a, a tabernacle prayer. If you don't have it, I suggest you get it. It is powerful. Every time you use it, you will enter into the throne of the throne room of God. You will feel his presence every single time. And I mean that. I don't say that lightly. I actually mean that. And uh, it kind of says that when you are walking in the fruit of the spirit, you operate in the gifts of the spirit. And that's important. That's important. And another thing that God has been putting in my spirit lately is the same note of things of this world. How can you say no to things of this world if you're not walking in the fruit of the Spirit and operating the gifts of the Spirit? You won't. You really won't. Because if you're not operating what God designed for you to operate in and what God wants you to operate in, what makes you think that you'll have the boldness and the power to say, no, I'm not doing this, devil? Uh, more often than not, if you're not operating in the fruit of the Spirit, you're not going to be operating in the gifts of the Spirit. And more often than not, I don't know about for y'all, but for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat my temptations if if I'm not living the way God wants me to live. If I'm not prayed up, if I'm not, you know, worshiping, if I'm not praising daily, if I'm not praying daily, reading daily, uh, when the when temptation comes to me, I, I'm I'm not going to be the strongest and be the brightest and say no. I'm not doing that. I'm more likely gonna fall to it because I'm operating outside of the gifts of God. I'm, I'm, I'm operating in the fleshy side of myself, and that ultimately leads to destruction because we're carnal. Our flesh is carnal. And um, operating in the will of God, I believe, is walking in the fruit and God leading you and, and you being in the midst of the gifts of the Spirit. That's what I believe. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please contact me or whatever. Uh, I'm all for correction. But all the time, my title was that because I'm going to just be blunt and straight to the point. Um, I used to do this. I don't know about y'all, but I this, this could just be for me. I don't know. But I used to go in the world and say, well, I'm Pentecostal. I'm, I'm apostolic, and I believe this, and I believe that. But my actions have said something completely different. May I, I don't want to offend no one or anything. But just because you say you're apostolic doesn't mean you're apostolic. Actions speak louder than words. You can say you love God, but it doesn't mean you do because actions speak louder than words. So what would I, what would I do is I go in the world and, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm apostolic. And we believe this and this and this, but I have a vape in my hand or I'd be cussing or some stuff like that. And I wear tight shirts and tight shorts, short shorts, you know. And the world does not need some fake apostolic to go and say this and show them something else. That that's not what they need. They they need the truth. They they need someone that's gonna be firm and standing and, and not be lukewarm and not be fake. 
that's what they need because how can this this is where this gets me so mad i don't know how i ever did this before that's probably why i'm so big on it now for my friends and stuff like that but we can't go in the world and say we're one thing and then we're actions or something else because people in the world might get the idea of oh well they say they're safe instead of this and that but look at what they're doing so so i can so i can say i'm all this and i can still do that and i can still make it to heaven no we can't say something and then our actions go against what we're saying because then you know we're we're telling the truth but our actions are saying something completely different and the world does not does not need to see that um you're not going to flip the world upside right if you're saying that I'm a child of God, but your actions are, you know, showing that, oh, I operate in the flesh. We don't, we never want to say that as Christians. We, we never want to say that, oh, we always say, oh, I'm a child of God. And I do what God wants me to do. But really, you say that, but your actions are showing, showing that, oh, I operate in the flesh. And it's carnal. You, you'll never achieve greatness spiritually if all you do is want to achieve greatness fleshly. We never want to say it, but it's true. I've been to a point where I was like, oh, I want to I want to be all these things for God, but my flesh was being triumphant over my spirit because my actions spoke louder than my words, and it always will. No matter who you are, your actions will always be louder than your words. It's It's not a time... We're, we're we're in the last days, okay? I heard a preacher say even the last hours. We're in the last hour, not the last days, the last hours now. And I believe that with everything inside of me. And I firmly believe this. I, I was reading, I was reading in my Bible the other day. Well, it was actually yesterday. Let me go find it. I want to give scripture. I don't want to just speak and have. Uh, I'm reading in the ESV, by the way, Isaiah. Chapter 57, verse 3. But you draw near, sons of the sorceress, offspring of the adulterer and the loose woman. Whom are you mocking It's Whom do you open your mouth wide and stick your tongue? Stick out your tongue. Are you not children of transgression, the offspring of deceit? That, that really spoke to me. And... I don't I, I don't really know if that was God talking or not, but it might have been honestly. But e- even if it wasn't or not, it's still so true that God wants to go and see souls saved. God wants to use us to see souls saved. But if God wants us to draw near those things, so first thing that we get, look, I used to like this. Oh, I can't go hanging out on those people that drink and that smoke because it's gonna be it's, I'm gonna have a, a bad reputation. How and it's God's will for us to to not just hold the gospel in our hearts, but go out and spread the gospel and save souls and be a soul winner. I encourage everyone that listens to this to go and be a soul winner. And encourage your family, your friends, encourage them, even your church family. That's something you're struggling. Encourage them and and you know give them Bible studies. Do what you have to do to save a soul. Because God wants us to do that. It's not meant to stay through the four walls or inside of our hearts. No. Jesus sat with sinners. Jesus went and taught and he preached to sinners. That's what Jesus did. It's biblical. If you don't believe me, go look in the Bible. In the New Testament, go. So what makes us think that we have to draw near from no, no. We we can't draw ourselves away from those things when, when God wants to draw near to those things. 
We're supposed to be God's vessel. So, so how can God go and say, how can God use us to, to save souls? How can God draw near to those people if we won't even allow God to, to, to draw us near to them? I, if it's God's will for us to save souls, why are we not drawn away from the people that are addicts or that smoke or have lusting problems or anger problems? Why are we pushing away from them when God wants to draw near to them and save their soul? We may have never even talked to those people before, but just the, the look of the appearance of them makes us start to say, no, 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 no. I don't want to be seen with nobody in my church and, and get judged and get my reputation bad. If, 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 that's, if that's your mindset, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. That's not very godlike. It's not. It, it's really not very godlike. It's the church's job to go out and save souls. We can't pick and choose who we speak the gospel to. We can't. Everyone needs the gospel. They all need to hear this thing. See, how can the world save the world? They can't. But the, it's the church's job. The church has a revelation of God to go and spread to the world. So therefore, the world cannot give a revelation that they don't even have and share it. If they don't have the revelation, they can't share it. So it's the church's job to share who God is. We have a Bible and we pray. You want to know God's heart? Read your Bible. That's what my pastor says. You want to know God's heart? Open up your Bible and read it. He said, he said the word is God's heart. John 101, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. If, if the word was God, then the word is God now. God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So we have to be apostolic all the time. We we can't just be apostolic in a church and look. If you're out, if you're gonna be in the church and then act one way in there and then go in the world apostolic, well, you're not apostolic at all. You're just putting on a a fake shout, a fake praise, a fake cry. Let's just be real, because if you're real about this thing, you're not gonna be one foot in, one foot out. You're sitting on this thing firmly, a hundred percent. It's time for the church to rise up and and sit on the things of this world, because if we don't then we're going to fall into sin and we're going to fall into things that God never wanted us to fall into in the first place. God gave us authority and dominion over every unclean thing. But it's up to us to operate in those things. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have power over every enemy. The enemy is under your feet. But you being lukewarm in and out, that's not going to help you win. That's not going to help you That's not going to help your case. It's better for you to just stay lost and, and, and not go to church and act away and then go out. No, it's either better for you to stay in church and be faithful to God inside and outside church or for you to be not go to church and do what you want. Don't go to church and say, oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Because you can speak all you want to, but your heart means so far from it. It's the truth. Your mouth can speak one thing, but your heart can be saying something else. We have to be apostolic all the time. We we can't let God look at us and be disgusted and vomit us out of his mouth. We cannot. We cannot let God look at us and be disgusted. We, we can't let God's eyes look away from us. We can't have God's face uh, look away from us. We can't we can't afford that even more. Time's running out, church, and it's time for us to set up a standard for God and, and same little things of this world. Uh, look. We cannot afford, we cannot afford to not spread this thing. I had a preacher come to our church one time, and he said that if you're not going to go out and save souls, do us all a favor and backslide. But he said, you know, you're not going to speed up the rapture, go and spread the gospel. He said, if we're not going to save souls, then just backslide. 
then just backslide. Because I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home and see my father forever. That, that's, that's what it's all about, to, to please God and save souls and, not, and be with him for eternity. I don't know about you, but God deserves from me to live real and live hot, not cold, and not look warm. He doesn't mean to live a hot life after him. He deserves for me to be in heaven with him for all eternity. He deserves for me to do that. If God did not want you in heaven, he would not have died for you. If God wanted you to be lukewarm, then the Bible wouldn't say he would spit you out of his mouth. We have to get to a point, church. We have to say, I'm going to live for God all the time. Look, it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard because you don't always feel God. But that's why you're going to have to persevere and just know that God is with me everywhere that I go. At the very mention of his name, he is there. God, when I God, where you speak his name, he doesn't just sit there and, and leave you high and dry. No, he'll be good that steps in. He's a guy that steps into action. He's a guy that will fight for you and step into action when you call his name in times of need and times of despair. God will be there for you whenever you need him to be there. But if we are going to live a lukewarm life, we cannot expect the supernatural to flow in our lives. We can't expect to walk in the fruit of the Spirit and it gets the Spirit if we're living a lukewarm life. Lukewarm leads to destruction and leads to hell. Good luck being lukewarm and making it into heaven. You will not. You will destroy yourself right before your own very eyes. You don't believe me? I did it to myself. I lived a lukewarm life. I destroyed myself right before my own very eyes. Well, it's just it's just that song. It's it's just that feeling. It's it's just that drink one time. It's that video one time. No, it's not one time. One time leads to more. You, we cannot play with things of this world. I heard a preacher. He he, he preached at our church Wednesday. He said. When you shake hands with things, you're in agreement with it. You cannot shake things of this earth and expect to make it into heaven. You, good luck living in worldly places and making it into heaven. You will not. Being lukewarm and being cold will ultimately lead to you being in worldly places. And heavenly places are not worldly. Heavenly places are not fleshly. It's not. We cannot afford to be lukewarm. If we're going to go in church and have a shout on and have a praise on and have a prayer on, we better go into our house and have a shout on and have a prayer on and have a praise on. We better have it. We better have it. We can't say one thing in the church and interact and show one thing outside of the church. We can't go in the world and say one thing and go out and, and act something different. We cannot afford to do it anymore. It is time for us to take a stand for God, we're not just doing this to look good, to look pretty, to sound nice. No, we're doing it to please God, and we're doing it to save God's people. We're all God's people. If God did not want us to be saved, he wouldn't have died for every single person. He wouldn't have died for every single person if he didn't want us to be in heaven with him. So it's our job to go into the gospel because some people are just waiting for you to open up your mouth and let your actions do the talking also. Because some people don't want to just hear, oh, well, you love, you love God. 
Some people don't just want to hear that. They want to see your actions. They, they want to see the Holy Ghost flow out of you. They want to feel God when you speak. So, and being lukewarm is not was it's not what's going to save souls. It will not save souls. It will not save souls. It's the church's job to go out and save souls. I, I didn't even plan on speaking on this for this podcast, but it's just what I'm on right now. We have to go out and we have to save souls. We could not be complacent and be content because we're afraid to go. No, look, time for being afraid and being quiet is over with. It is time for the church to, to open up her mouth and be the light that this world needs. If we're lukewarm, then the light of God will not flow through us and shine through us. The Spirit of God will not flow through us and my God will not shine through us. If we're being lukewarm, we cannot be lukewarm and save a world that needs a real thing. We can't be fake and save a world that needs a real thing. We cannot. We cannot. We cannot. I advise you, if you're going to be one of those people that, that speak something else and listen to else, don't even speak at all. Just keep your mouth shut. The world does not need does not need fake people to go out and say something and then do something else in front of their faces. No, if that's you, then just keep your mouth shut. Don't say you love God and go in the world and say that and, and then vape and then take a sip of cold beer and pop a pill. Don't just keep your mouth shut. Just keep it shut. It's better for you to keep your mouth shut uh, than just then speak and then let actions prove something completely different. We don't need to mislead people. We cannot be misleaders to people. We cannot. We cannot speak something else and, and then let our actions show something else because that can mislead people. They, oh, well, all they do is say this and I can be saved. No, you cannot. Living for God is more than speaking things. It's it's more than feeling things. It's humbling yourself to the very throne of God and praying every day and seeing Him every day. It's being in prayer. It's talking to God. reading His Word. God, I for the Holy Ghost. We must read the Word of God to know who God is. We must Pray to know who God is. Prayer is not just you talking, but it's God talking back to you also. We must, we must, we must not fight this thing with flesh. We must not speak in our flesh. Look, let me just tell you something. When you speak in flesh, you you can say you love God in flesh. You can because your actions will prove that you spoke it in flesh and you spoke it in carnality. Don't say you love God if you really don't. The word is not need some fake person to say that and then listen to something else. No, 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 no. We could not mislead people anymore. We never should have misled people. And we definitely can't do it now because we're living in the last days, people. We're living in the last days. It's time for urgency to fall upon us and want to go out and be real with people. That guy's coming back. We have to be real with people now. We can't be fake no more. We gotta be real. We should have never been fake before. But if you're being fake, I advise you to line yourself because the Bible just said, the Bible said that he will spit you out if you're being lukewarm. I don't want to be spat out of the mouth of God. I do not. I do not want to look disgusted in God's eyes. I cannot look disgusted in his eyes. I don't. I I can't. I can't. 
We must be this thing all the time, every day, every second of every day. You want to be spirit-led, you want to change your school, you want to change your job, you want to change the world, then be apostolic all the time. Not just when you feel like it, not just when it sounds good, not just when it feels good, but even when it feels bad, even when you can't feel a thing, even when all hell is breaking loose in your family and in your house, in your life. Even then, you still gotta be real all the time. We gotta be real all the time. All the time. We can't afford to fall to things of this world. The world does not need someone to say something else and then be faking for their faces. That will mislead them and misguide them and ultimately lead them to a path of hell at the same way you're going down, also. And I hate to say these things. I hate to say when people's told that's not what I wanted to do. But it's real. We we gotta be apostolic. We gotta be real about this thing. We must be real. We serve a real God. So we have to be real. We could not be fake and make it the real heaven with the real God. You cannot. You cannot. Look, I lived in the world. I lived in it, and let me tell you something, living for God is the best thing that I've ever done in my entire life. I, I've been on a board with living for God, truly with all my heart, for about four months, or about three and a half to four months. Truly and honestly, really living and seeking God, and, and it is the best thing that I ever made up my mind to do, the best thing ever, ever. I don't have to go to sleep at night thinking, am I going to go to heaven or am I going to go to hell? No, I can lay down my head at night and think and be confident and be bold that, oh, if I die when I sleep, I'm going to be in heaven with my God. Oh, I'm going to be in heaven with my God. When you get to a place, church, where we're not being fake. We cannot. The world does not need some fake apostolic men and women of God. They need the real deal. They need the real deal. They need the real deal. They need to know that we have the answer to their problems. They need to know that we have the answer to all their problems. And the answer to their problems is Jesus Christ. That's the answer to all of their problems problems. We cannot afford to not give them the answer. We cannot afford to give them the answer and let's fake. We cannot. We must practice what we speak. We must practice what we preach. It's not the time to say something else and not live it. We cannot be fake any longer. I feel urgency. I've been feeling urgency in my spirit for a few weeks now that we must say no to things of this world and say yes to things of heavenly places. My God, for the Holy Ghost, I feel urgency in my spirit to say that we must be spirit-led in these last days. Oh, we must be spirit-led in these last days. It's a must. It's a must. It's a must. We cannot be lukewarm and see the throne of God. We cannot be lukewarm and walk on streets of gold. We cannot be lukewarm and be at his feet. We cannot be lukewarm and praise God. We cannot be lukewarm and be saved. We cannot be lukewarm and save our family and our friends. We cannot. We cannot be lukewarm and save the cold people of this world.
We must be on fire. We must be bold. My God, for the Holy Ghost. We must be sensitive to his spirit. We must be spirit-led and spirit-driven people. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's, oh God, for the Holy Ghost. Bear with me. God, time is running out. It's, it's time is now. Time is now. Time is now to get your life lined up with the Word of God. We can't go off a of feeling no longer. If it don't like praying, pray anyway. Pray anyway. Read anyway, praise anyway, worship anyway, fast anyway, die daily anyway. We must put this flesh under subjection for the will of God is the Spirit of God. It's a must for the church. I have family that needs to be saved. I have friends that need to be saved, and I'm sure everyone that's hearing this also does too. We can't tell them one thing and let our actions show something else. We can't. We have to live what we speak, people. We have to live what we speak. We must live what we speak. We must live what we speak. It's not time to say something, let our actions show our family and friends something completely different. Because then they'll see that you're a phony and that the God that we serve is not really all that we say. We must be a voice for people. We must be a light for people. We must be it. It's a must. We got to be it. We're vessels of the Almighty God. So, how can we not spread this thing? And let me, may I pose this question? If this is you, how can anyone speak of God and know it's true, but let your actions speak something completely different? How can you sleep at night? How can you sleep at night knowing that my actions are so something completely different than what I'm speaking and my actions? ultimately lead these people down a path to hell. I pray if someone that's heard this podcast, if I spoke to someone on this podcast, I'm closing up. If I spoke to someone on this podcast, I pray that God will wake you up. That he will wake you up and show you that it is now time to live a life dedicated to being spirit-led and spirit-driven. Look, church, we're not promised a second. We're not promised the next day, the next week, the next year. We're not, not, no, we're not promised a half a second. We're not, church. Time is wrapping up. It's, I'd be surprised if I live to be 20, 20 years old or even 19 years old. I'll be surprised because time is wrapping up. And it's our job to go and spread this thing as far as we can. But not just say it, we must live it. We gotta we gotta save souls, church.
and speaking is not gonna be the only thing that gets it done. We must show them uh, that we live what we speak. Now I'm done. I'm gonna end this thing in prayer, of course. God, I thank you for the opportunity to speak on this podcast once again. I pray, God, uh, that every person that hears this will be influenced to be living a life that is spirit-led and spirit-driven. God, for everyone that heard this podcast or hears this podcast uh, will dedicate themselves to being 100% dedicated to you, God. That every person that will hear this will take it if they need it, God, and let them share it so they know that they need it, God. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank y'all for tuning in once again. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been a blessing to do this. It's been an honor to do this, to speak to y'all about topics. So, I don't know when my next one will be, but God bless y'all. I love each and every single one of y'all. And peace out.